0: hello everybody hello welcome to
1: podcast number three i'm one of your hosts kira and we also have allison and this week's topic was an interesting one i feel um the topic this week was creating safe and responsive relationships in early learning environments i feel like this was a really big topic um a lot of really good resources in here actually what did you think about it i really like this topic
0: like relationships are a strong thing for me and like the relationships i've with others kind of um have an effect
1: me as a person you know what i mean yeah no exactly like i guess i didn't really like i thought about that but i, I guess I was more of a perspective of like thinking more of the child I guess it's like you have to think about yourself as well in the relationship like when building it I guess like I didn't think of that you know but, wow right off the bat I'm already thinking of something new but I kind of thought of it I always think of it more as like the child in the relationship but I guess in the relationship it's not just the child it's you and the child so this was definitely a big topic because relationship building is key in early learning education
0: and also like to connect on that when I like think about how I intend to have my relationships when I'm in this profession I think about what the educators around me when I was younger could have done differently to have a different effect on me you know what I mean
1: right no that's a really good point so do you want me to start it off or do you want
0: to start it off
1: Um, I can start it off. (laughs) Okay. I want to start it off. So, um, this week there was, like, quite a bit of videos, I noticed. There usually is a lot of videos, but I just noticed there was a lot of videos, which was kind of nice, because I find the videos very visual, so it's nice to watch, you know, the videos and learn from that. But the first one was actually uh, a short film about, um, The Silent Child. So definitely this one was a longer video but it was so interesting just a little bit of my thoughts about it is what i kind of took from it was um how their parents didn't really think about the child's needs the whole time because they kind of gave her like an educator to support her and you know teacher taught her the sign language you know um how to communicate um you definitely saw her after she built that relationship with the educator and the educator built it with her you saw like her spirit brighten, and she was like not just um upset all the time so it was really interesting and it was kind of noticeable yeah they got her an educator but then you could see they weren't like looking for that next step almost they they thought different of the educator thought she was going to do different when she did something that i think was more beneficial for the child which was the sign language and i noticed when they decided to let go the educator it was noticeable that they were doing what they wanted for the child but not necessarily what the child needed or what was best for the child so if you kind of you know think of it in another perspective of like a hearing kid um they may still need you know needs and built they obviously still need relationships and built relationships in the program so if they're not given what they're needed you know and that the, te- the the parent is kind of just doing what they want and not necessarily what the child needs it definitely reflects on their learning and on their on themselves as i noticed I'm sure you noticed as well in the video so mm-hmm. that was my little spiel about it It was a really interesting video I would definitely watch it again well to reflect on that we can think
0: about how because the how the girls like attitude in the sense I guess you know how it changed after she yeah. had that educator with her
1: yeah exactly. so we can
0: connect that to the four domains and how does learning happen right. because the child needs to have a sense of well-being belonging engagement and expression she wasn't able to do that in a sense without the educator and if she was expressing her emotions she wasn't happy right didn't feel those other domains like belonging
1: (laughs) and um engagement yeah i definitely um like belonging really stands out with me for that one because she you see her um they're all talking around the table and it's just silent it shows like kind of what she hears and she definitely it reflects to me that she doesn't feel like she belongs because you know everyone can hear what everyone's saying and she kind of has to figure out how to make out what they're saying and you know they didn't take the extra step to communicate with her to learn the sign language like i noticed the one brother um kind of started to figure it out when she said orange juice like she did the sign language for orange juice and he's like i think that means orange juice because she was doing it a lot and he was right and he it seemed like they could make the effort but they didn't so it was kind of definitely that aspect of belonging was definitely a big one in that video well
0: and it's also gonna affect her ability to trust anybody else in the future like she's still young
1: right Right.
0: and her parents off the hop treating her like that
1: right and then giving her something and then pulling it away from her yeah like she she created a relationship with that educator and built trust and then it was ripped away so like and you could tell she she had relationship throughout the video and you could tell you know it, it did affect her at the end when she was like sad when she saw the educator and I don't know sign language but I think she said something along like I miss you or something like that or I need something along that line showing that like she she wants to be with the educator like and learn more but her parents wouldn't allow it well and we can also
0: think about Wagger too there right the warmth acceptna- acceptance genuineness empathy and respect like that yeah. educator was expressing Wagger to her whereas her, her parents weren't Right. she actually felt oh. like she had someone that cared about her that cared about wanting her to be involved in a conversation
1: no exactly Weger is like Weger the perfect connection for that video because um, the educator showed it all but I did not see and it reflected back on the child of the educator showing it all but the parents you see it, it reflected of them not showing it like it showed the effect on her when the difference was made you know so that's a good point. Okay, do you have anything else to add to that or you got um, something to share? Um,
0: I'm going to share this one resource that I found. And okay. It, it was, what if my students don't like me and we don't connect? Overcoming that back-to-school teacher jitters. So this really stood out to me. Because for me, when I was younger, it was hard for me to build a relationship with almost any female other than my mom. I don't know why. I was always like I always wanted to be around my mom. I always had a good relationship with my mom. But when it came to other female, kind of, um, oh how to explain it, teacher roles in a sense, I guess. Yeah. Um, in my life, like it was always hard for me to connect with them, and it always had the outcome of me not learning me not doing good in school and even
1: like in my early years of trying to learn right do you think if you know they took like another step like noticing that you're uncomfortable or or you know had that struggle do you think that if they took that other step to kind of build a relationship with you that that would reflect different yeah honestly I do like I think I would
0: have done so much better And it, like, affects me now in building those relationships because it was so hard for me to build those relationships in all of my childhood. Like, the majority of our time is spent at school. Like, we wake up in the morning and we go to school until 3.30 or, like, we're in a childcare facility. That's most of our day that we're spending with them. Like, they're next to our parents. They're the next um,
1: important role in our life right and they have so much influence on this as well so when they're not kind of taking that other step for you like for the child it definitely reflects so yeah I think it like um developmentally or relationship wise it could have like things could be different as well like um do you think it was like just you don't really know why it was just like you couldn't connect with them
0: no like even like all of high school it was hard for me to connect with girl teachers like i had a couple good relationships with girl teachers but mm-hmm. there was relationships where it's almost like they were just like against me they didn't want me to do good right. and i don't know if that's just like me like feeling that from when i was younger and like it just kind of go to that ups- assumption right but i don't know like i For me now, like, it's so easy for me to build relationships with kids. Like, I live in a subdivision where there's lots of kids around me. And, like, they're specifically, like, age 6 to, like, 12. And even when I go to take my dog for a walk, like, they'll come with me and we'll just talk. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't, I don't know, like, maybe it had, like, a positive aspect on my building relationships with children. Because I saw how I was... Or I guess, well, I felt that way when I was younger, that it was hard for me to build those relationships.
1: Right. Hmm. No, that's a really interesting point. Because it could either, like, it could affect you, like, in bad ways or in good ways. And it seems to have done both. But, yeah, like, like, it affects that that starting relationship and all of that learning we start with affects like long term and that's like a perfect example well exactly and like this
0: resource just talks about like ways to build those relationships and like how having that confidence is important in order to give those children a good experience and build a good relationship with them right that's a great point Anything else you want to add to
1: that? Um, no, I think I kind of covered that. I feel like you did not do. <laughs> um, I have something I want to talk about. I actually put it in my virtual toolbox because it was like, I thought it would be really resourceful and useful like for the future and even currently. Um, and it's uh, a link, it's an article by the learning professor, Shaping Minds, Changing Hearts. And it's called Building Relationships with Children Who Have Challenging Behaviors. And I know, I know we will always encounter this as RECEs, because you know, not every child is gonna be easy to deal with. And I really liked this resource because it gave so many like examples. So they have like, they have like headings like the highly sensitive child and then it kind of gives you strategies to work with them on and on building that relationship. So there's like all different, you know, behaviors, intensive child, active, aggressive child and stuff. Um, even I feel we could use this definitely as like in our field learning, but like even outside, like I have younger siblings and, you know, sometimes they get a little difficult and even these little strategies like, you know, um could help them even though these are meant towards like the programs but i think even using them in you know my knowledge could benefit me as well and others but it was so interesting uh to talk about because it's you know based on the relationships which again are key in um you know with the child and early learning um but it it's just so educational like i was just like wow this is so useful like i have to keep this like it was just like really interesting. Um, I'm sure you've encountered with child with a difficult behavior. Yep. Yeah, um, like what I was thinking
0: about is we also have to think about from the parents aspect, like all this stuff that we're learning when we're parents in the future, we're gonna look for, yeah. you know what I mean? Like we're gonna right, look for so. them building that good relationship with their child, but not only with their child, with them too. Like the parents need to have a good relationship and good communication with the
1: educator. Right. No, exactly. Like, because that's going to reflect on the child. Like, if the parent's not having, you know, especially a parent who knows their child, like, has a challenging behavior and, you know, they work on it at home, but it still reflects on the day ca- on the childcare. And, you know, if they're not, like, communicating with the educator, and you know, doing their part, then the child, you know, isn't going to learn from it or do their part you know to develop and learn and build a relationship with the educator since their parent is not
0: well and we also have to think about how having a good relationship with the children that are in your care the effect that that can have on you as well
1: like right. it doesn't only
0: affect the children like yeah like we discovered over the last couple months that part of the key to the child developing at the rate they're supposed to is from having good relationships with their educators because they're the people that teach them things every day in a sense like give them the opportunity to explore while having that support there right
1: no exactly i just thought that resource was like really good to add in because it was so interesting like um like of course I think about the different behaviors but when they're like thrown in front of me and I'm given all these strategies like it's like perfect like thank you like so I really thought this was a great resource especially for the topic of this week's module. Well yeah like
0: we've always like uh, personally for me like relationships have always been important like I said earlier. Yeah. But like imagine how a child might feel if they don't feel like they have a good relationship with you if right. they act out when you're around but like what i've noticed based off of being in like co-op and being around daycares and stuff like that it's <laughs> like well especially like out of home childcare. but like we have to think about how those relationships are gonna affect them
1: right okay. and what i've noticed
0: is um this is where i was kind of going with my last point too children that have those challenging behaviors they sometimes will go to one person in particular right. for some reason like they just go to that one person like there's no given point it's not like that person gives them stuff or lets them away with stuff you know what i mean yeah
1: they just always like want to go back to that yeah person. like it's almost like their comfort right So they don't. Which can be good and bad because, you know, it's good the child is coming to you when you come in the room, but then, you know, they still kind of need to build relationships with other um, kids in the program and other staff and educators. So it could be good or bad that way. It's good they have comfort in that person. Well, and we also have to think
0: about like the ratio of educators to kids and that right. one educator really be spending that amount of time with that child. That child just wants to right. go to that. Um do you want to talk about like maybe I don't know the tips that we can have for parents if they aren't building a good relationship with if or if they're yeah, not building be- good relationships? Yeah, that could be something. Really good. Um I expect- what I think I want
1: to I want to hear your thoughts. Well, <laughs> wait, sorry.
0: Sorry. Um, we also have to think about what that child's doing when they're going home. Like maybe they have siblings that they fight with. Don't get along with, you know what I mean? Right. So like we have to again take those observation skills, document them, communicate with the parent what we're noticing and maybe reflecting on what they notice when they're at home.
1: what's going on at home is gonna reflect on their behavior how they act like elsewhere so yeah and what they're exposed to right yeah Um, like depending on exposure like um that could be men in many different ways like if they have an older sibling you know whatever they're doing or like i don't like behavior wise too like well and like what their
0: parents are doing in a sense, like if their parents notice them acting out, is the parent throwing right. an electronic device in front of their face. So, yeah, to make them Yeah, that's what we notice a lot in, like nowadays, like children don't yeah, really have that. the boundaries, like there's, they can cross the line and it's fine and the tablet's just gonna get thrown in their face.
1: Right, because no, yeah, that's a great point. I see it all the time now. Like in the grocery store the kids just gotta fall into their face so they're quiet. But if you think about it like when they're at their child care all day, yes, we do kind of have more now these days technology in, but it's not gonna be, you know, you're crying, here's the iPad, like you know, so that's gonna reflect on their behaviour when they're in the program because we're not going to just be like, here's an iPad. Well, exactly. Like, like it's just... kind of self regulation. Right. Exactly.
0: Because if they're doing that at home, then when they do something bad at the childcare facility, we can't just throw a tablet in front of their face to get them to stop.
1: Right. And that reflects on their self regulation. Like, okay, I need to, you know, why am I acting this way like kind of more think about it than just acting out and you know crying for that ipad that they get at home and we have to think about what our response would be to that child
0: you know what i mean like what are we going to say to a child when they're acting out because what we say is going to have an effect on the relationship we have with them
1: right even with the children around as well yeah do you have any other points (laughs) i i really know i don't have much else to talk about because i kind of wanted i took some time on that uh, silent child video which was like a big thing for me this week because it was so interesting and you know like well yeah kind so. of
0: like changes your image of the child too in a sense i guess you could say
1: yeah like i i mentioned to my when i was watching it it made me think of like patience back coming back to that um, the silent child but it kind of made me think of like how the educator had patience for the child and how much that reflected so like you you don't really see you see the parents come and go and they don't really take the time for the child and learn with the child and have patience with the child whereas the educator took her time and as you, as you saw in the video like you got the child learning and it it bumped her development it helped her a lot so it definitely made me think more about patience with children like I know we're going to need that when we're going in the programs. Especially with, sorry, especially with how things are today
0: with COVID, Right, like it's just childcare facilities are just crazy, like there's so many protocols, yeah. there's things they have to follow, there's things they have to do,
1: right, all the changes and that doesn't just reflect on us, it reflects on them, like we're aware of the changes but you know they're gonna be like well why can't we do this, why can't we do that, so definitely yeah patience is a big big yep. thing
0: oh i think so too
1: but yeah that's all the thoughts i had this week this i really i've enjoyed every single module but i really like this one i don't know it just like i feel like it's the relationship you know, part fun. yeah i think so too because like even now thinking like we're older now and there's still big like an important thing to me like not just going into this career but you know thinking in my my personal life yeah and my own, home life too so yeah if that's all we got we'll sign off for the week and we'll see you guys next week thank you for listening to our podcast episode three bye